Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is holistic natural health and the latest in the new options to help us live longer, healthier, and happier. I always like that happier part. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today. This is, of course, swimming season. So we have for you today a health food suggestion that will help you stay in swimsuit shape and also deliver antioxidants, fiber for our GI tract, protein, and B vitamins. And those trace minerals that we just don't seem to get enough of, like iron, zinc, copper, and magnesium. And this health food powerhouse delivers all of that at a very modest price, so you're going to want to stay tuned for what we found. We also have details on a new study from Australia about how an orange a day can protect our eyes, and research from England on a new way to protect the health of our bones. So if any of you out there are dealing with osteoporosis, you'll want to make sure to stay tuned. And we'll also dive deep into that amazing cave rescue in Thailand and how meditation turned out to be literally a lifesaver. So that's such a heartwarming story. But before we get to all that, we have big news on a very controversial issue on the nutrition front. It's kind of heartwarming in a different way. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's from a study by the University of Texas Health Science Center in Houston, which unreservedly recommends full-fat milk cheese and butter, and in fact says certain types of dairy fat may help guard against a stroke. So this flatly contradicts federal guidelines, which recommend low-fat or no-fat dairy. The Texas study, in fact, says full-fat dairy does not increase the risk of heart disease and, in fact, may lower the risk of heart problems. Well, researchers also pointed out that low-fat dairy products often include lots of added sugars, which, which we know lead to poor heart and metabolic health. So... The study's lead researchers say, quote, our findings not only support but significantly strengthen the growing body of evidence which suggests that dairy fat, contrary to popular belief, does not increase the risk of heart disease or mortality in older adults. Well, we've been saying that for a long time, and so is our guest today. She's way ahead of this curve. Exactly. The, the study's author also says, quote, in addition to not contributing to death, the results suggest that one fatty acid present in dairy may lower the risk of death from cardiovascular disease, particularly from stroke. The study evaluated data over a 22-year period and was funded by the National Institutes of Health and the National Heart and Lung and Blood Institute. It's a very big deal because for decades, Americans have heard about how bad fats are for them, hence the low-fat, no-fat craze. But increasingly, the concept of healthy fats has been gaining traction, and one national leader in that movement is the Weston A. Price Foundation, based in Washington, D.C., Now, over the years here at Healing Quest, we've relied on the foundation to provide us with facts about nutritional wise traditions. So now to help us better understand this major development, we're pleased to welcome the founder of the Weston A. Price Foundation, Sally Fallon Morell, to Healing Quest. Hi, Sally. Hi. Thank you for having me. Lovely to talk to you both again. Uh We just can't resist saying, how hard is it for you to not say, you know, we told you so, and we've been telling you so for decades. How hard is it not to smirk? <laughs> I know. Are you smirking on the radio? <laughs> well, you deserve to, because you guys have been so far out ahead of this for so many years. Well, one of the really great things about this study is they didn't use dietary questionnaires, which are very suspect. Typically, they come to a conclusion about what we should eat based on one or two questionnaires that they do, and they ask you how many servings of peaches you've had in the last week and how many servings of this. Uh, First of all, they're very poorly designed, and the uh, participants tend to want to please the researchers. So Mm -hmm. they're very inaccurate. But this 
And this dairy fats, we can tell exactly how much people are eating by taking a little biopsy of their own fat. Mm -hmm. And there's some special marker fatty acids in dairy fats that you don't find anywhere else. So you can tell how much dairy fat somebody's been eating without asking, without asking them. So that's one of the nice things about this study. We know that the estimates of what people are, how much dairy fat they've been eating have been accurate. And, you know, I often point out that dairy fat, the fat in milk, is the fat in nature designed for the growth of all mammals. Everything from, you know, the the uh, monkey to the human to the reindeer, they all need this fat to grow and be normal. If you feed growing children uh, skim milk, low-fat dairy foods, they will not grow right and probably will not reproduce. So how can something that's so good for growing children, how can it be bad for adults? Mm -hmm. You know, it just doesn't make sense. So the, the you know the 2015 2020 dietary guidelines for Americans currently recommend serving fat free or low fat dairy, a uh, dairy or low fat dairy. <laughs> so who issues these, and what are the yeah. chances that those are going to be changed now? Well, I wonder. Uh, it's we've been trying to change them for a long time. These come out of the marketing arm of the United States Department of Agriculture. They are designed to promote the products of commodity agriculture, and uh, they don't need to promote dairy fats because um, they're easily sold to the public in the form of ice cream. Mm -hmm. Americans eat huge amounts of ice cream Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they're so starved for dairy fats. Mm -hmm. I think what is so tragic about these guidelines is that they're applied to children. So in school, they are not allowed to provide full-fat milk for growing children. Uh, they give them skim milk or very reduced-fat milk, or they give them these flavored milks, which are made with powdered skim milk and contain more sugar than sodas. Um, and and the low-fat dairy um, is very hard on the thyroid gland. It's uh, very depressing to thyroid function. So that combination of low-fat dairy and lots of sugar is a recipe for hypothyroidism, and that's a recipe for overweight. And I think this is one of the main reasons we're seeing so much overweight in our children. They're actually, it's because they're not getting enough fat, and especially not getting the dairy fats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you're an excellent point that, you know, if adults think that they should be drinking low-fat or skim milk or whatever, they don't tend to buy whole milk for the kids. They buy the milk that they're buying for the whole right. family. Right, and they're told not to give whole milk to their children, starting at the age two checkup for their child. They're told no more whole milk, and, you know, you give them uh, <sighs> reduced-fat milk and no butter, uh, don't give them any eggs, low-fat yogurt, um, you know, all these reduced-fat foods. And the, the children and the adults are starving for fats, fats that the body needs, fats that carry critical vitamins for growing children and for adults. And so they're always hungry. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a lot of snacking and eating high carb foods, uh, or or they're eating lots of ice cream where they're getting their dairy fats in combination with huge amounts of sugar. If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks, and I'm Roy Walkenhurst. You're listening to Healing Quest, and we're talking with Sally Fallon Morell, the CEO of the Weston A. Price Foundation, about big new research documenting the health benefits of full fat milk, yogurt, 
cheese, and butter. Mm-hmm. So I know you've talked for years <clears throat> about the concept of healthy fats. Um, do you have a sense that obviously we have a, a long way to go, but is that gaining traction? Do you think we're getting through to people? Yes, it is gaining traction. Butter consumption is rising, and that's sending the industry into fits because (laughs) they have kind of planned things around Americans not eating butter, not eating a lot of butter. Hmm. Um, You know, we we promote not only uh, the dairy fats like butter, but we promote the meat fats, Uh, Hmm. things like lard, which is a very healthy fat, wonderful source of vitamin D, very stable and uh, full of special fats that are really good for your skin and your digestion. And we know we've just turned our backs on those, but they're coming back too. Um, lots of people like, uh, like us cooking lard now. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we've talked a lot about grass-fed and pasture-raised as also yes. impo- an important component of this whole healthy fats concept. Mm, it absolutely is. I mean, if your only choice is the supermarket, you know, regular butter, uh, that's still a very good choice for you. But ideally, the butter should be from cows on grass. It will be much more nutritious if the cows are eating grass. Now, I know you've just uh, written a new book called Nourishing Diets. I'm assuming that this is ground you're going to be covering in there. I talk about the consumption of butter fat uh, throughout Europe and Africa, uh, because the Africans were big consumers of whole milk for centuries. Hmm. So, uh, yes, but I really talk about the consumption of animal fats in all traditional cultures and how they were prized. And I have to laugh. You know, they just published the last meal of the Iceman. They were able to analyze his stomach contents. This is the skeleton several thousand years old found in Switzerland. And his stomach was full of Ibex fat. (laughs) (laughs) So he had a lot of fatty meat uh, as his last meal. An Ibex hamburger, the thought, (laughs) the mind reels. (laughs) Sally, I have to ask about the book. Do you have recipes in the book? I do, and the recipes in this book are really different. I mean, in most of my books, I have recipes that are familiar to people, but I thought, well, I'm just going to challenge people in this book. So I have some really unusual, uh, different recipes that would, you know, would be fun to try. I, are they are they time consuming? Some are really quick, and and some are a little bit more time. Okay. Consuming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any last words you'd like to leave with our listeners, Sally? Well, I just I think this study is great. It's just another piece of evidence. There's mounting evidence that this whole thing against dairy fats and meat fats and animal fats has been a terrible, tragic mistake. Tragic in so many ways. I mean, these fats are necessary for brain health. They're necessary to protect us against cancer. I guess the bottom line is is kick the low-fat, no-fat craze. Yes, and you want to see teeth marks in your butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to leave. We're going to Say goodbye on that note. Okay. Leave teeth marks in your butter. You heard yeah. it here on Healing Crest from Sally Fallon Morell. <laughs> Thanks for being with us today, Thanks. Sally. Thanks for having me. Take care. Up next in our show, we'll reveal the identity of a most unexpected health food powerhouse that can help you stay in swimsuit shape. Hmm. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at kfpk.com and on our website at healingquest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio.